Hi, welcome to The Bug Plug, a podcast about all things insects, arachnids, arthropods, creepies, and crawlies. I'm Kaylee, and today we're learning about houseflies. Okay, today's episode was supposed to be something different, but as I was writing that episode, this one fly just like would not leave me alone. For the last like week or so, there have been so many flies coming into my house. It's really bothering me. They always end up in whatever I'm drinking. It's so frustrating. So there's a good chance there's a fly in my coffee cup right now. It's sitting over there. I can kind of see it, but I haven't been like guarding it. I've wasted so much coffee and used so many mugs because of these dang flies. So. That's why today's topic changed. Not that you knew what today's topic was going to be ahead of time, but I have totally switched gears and am now doing this frustration-fueled episode. So here we go. Houseflies have been annoying every little thing for literally ever. It's thought they evolved during the Cenozoic era, which is when like mammals, birds, and flowering plants really started to come into their own. And that started 66 million years ago. These things are so old. 66 million years? Crazy. Crazy. The individuals themselves aren't that old. Adults only live for a few weeks. But you get what I mean. Flies have been around forever. For like longer than we've been around. Wild. Houseflies are insects with grayish or sometimes black bodies. They have four dark lines on their thorax, and they have little hairs on their bodies, two wings, and large red compound eyes. We have not talked about what compound eyes are yet, so let's pause and look at that real quick. Did you enjoy that eye pun? Look at that. Moving on, sorry. Compound eyes are present in insects and crustaceans. These eyes are much different than ours because they're made up of individual visual units that act independently. Our eyes are made up of only one visual unit. These units are made up of a cornea, lens, and photoreceptor cells that distinguish light and color. The compound eyes allow insects like houseflies to see in different directions and help them hone in on what they need. For example, a honeybee's compound eyes help them differentiate between the parts of a flower, find pollen, navigate back to the hive, all while watching for danger. The houseflies apparently use these fancy eyes to find my coffee the second I put my mug down. I told you, this is a frustration-fueled episode. So sorry. There's a lot of attitude. Houseflies are small, like under an inch long, The females are slightly larger, but the males have slightly longer legs. Without having something to compare it to, it's kind of hard to tell if one is male or female on its own. You'd have to have both next to each other to be like, oh yeah, that one is bigger. They have special mouth parts adapted for a liquid diet. Now, when I read that, I was like, cool, then why do they land on my food that's not a liquid? Like, that makes sense why they like my coffee but why are they landing on my toast? The response to that is, it's gross. They distribute saliva onto solid foods to soften them so that they can eat them. So, you know, like when they land on your hamburger and are there for a minute, 
they're spitting on it to soften a piece that they could eat. This is kind of where that myth that they throw up every time they land comes from. They aren't necessarily throwing up, they're spitting on the food. And even that's not necessarily true. They can throw up. In order to eat more, they may throw up to make room, or they may throw up to put more digestive enzymes on more solid food. And honestly, either way, it's gross. Either way, it's gross. They're spinning something out onto your food. Ugh. They also do this fun thing where they rub their legs together. Have you seen them do that? Sometimes they run their front rub their front feet together and they look like evil little henchmen. More often it's their back legs. So what they're doing is basically just activating the chemoreceptors on their legs to experience new smells. I'm pretty sure we've talked about chemoreceptors before. Basically they're just chemical sensors that insects have sometimes just all over their body. It's how they experience life. These sensors allow the fly to kind of smell what they're walking on to determine if it's food or, you know, my coffee. Houseflies have a pretty typical life cycle for insects. The females lay up to 100 eggs at a time, and they lay their eggs on things like rotting food and poop. Sorry, this episode is so gross, talking about vomit and poop. The eggs hatch and the larvae called maggots emerge. These are smallish, legless, white, worm-looking things that feed on whatever they hatched on. After a few days of eating, they undergo a metamorphosis into what you think of when you think of a housefly. The eggs aren't laid at a specific time each year. It just sort of happens whenever the weather is warm and there's a good food source. And by the weather is warm, I mean that objectively. There are flies in the Arctic um, and everywhere that people are. They're very, very common. They're all over the world. So when I say the weather is warm, I mean that in the area that they're living in the warmer part of the year, if that makes sense. So like where I live, the warm part of the year gets up to like 110 degrees. However, if you're in somewhere like Alaska, the warm part of the year is like low 70s. So they lay their eggs when there's food around and when it's kind of warmish, objectively warmish. I hope that wasn't too confusing. The adults can overwinter and they, they do, they do overwinter. They do it every year. So they don't have to lay eggs in the fall to hatch in the spring like some insects do. The adults just take a nap while it's cold. Again, objectively cold. And then when it gets warmer, they wake up and they lay eggs. Houseflies are gross. Did you know that? They're gross. I hate them. They're so gross. Because of their lives just like as a whole, they pose a real issue to humans. Not only are they just annoying, but because they like gross things like poop and trash and you know their habit of spitting on things they can spread some really nasty diseases it's believed they carry up to 65 different diseases that affect humans this includes things like typhoid fever dysentery cholera not good so if they land on food just simply swatting them away isn't a great idea 
because they do carry these germs on their legs too. It's not just their mouths. So one lands on your hamburger, you swat it away, you still eat your burger. Gross. Don't do that. I am all for not wasting food. However, I don't want typhoid fever. So I also just try not to eat where there's flies. Like cookouts are not my jam. After learning they carry all kinds of nasty things, I got worried for my dogs. They both love to chase flies. It's very exciting when they catch one. And honestly, if there's one flying around, I'll like point it out to the dogs so they can take care of it for me. And then I was worried I'm a terrible person because they carry all these diseases and I'm just like actively feeding them to my dogs. Luckily, the diseases flies carry don't affect dogs, so it's perfectly safe for them. So I can keep pointing flies out to the dogs and not feel bad. So other than using dogs as exterminators of a kind, how do you keep these nasty flying diseases away? For one, you should limit their food source. This is the biggest thing you can do to keep flies away. Take out your trash regularly. Don't leave any open food out. Regularly scoop your dog's poop in your yard. Keep your cat's litter box clean. Get rid of any decaying organic matter like yard clippings or pulled weeds. And you keep them out of your house by using window screens and making sure there's no gaps in your doors. And like when you open a door, making sure it doesn't stay open for very long. Cause you know, they're quick. They are very quick and they'll just fly right in behind you. I've literally seen it happen. I know flies are coming into my house through my dog's little doggy door that doesn't close all the way anymore. It's got a little gap. I know they're just coming in through there. I also know that I don't scoop my dog's poop out of the yard often enough. So I'm sure that's where they're living. So, you know, they're just landing on everything with little dog poop legs. Love that. Love that for me. They're also attracted to water. So make sure your faucets, both indoors and outdoors, are not leaking. And then you can use things like fly swatters to take care of the adult flies when you do see them. It's recommended if you use like an outdoor dumpster that you keep it clean and keep the lid on. And then just like keep your house clean and keep your yard picked up and just be a clean human. That's basically all you have to do. That's a lie. They're going to, they're, they're going to happen either way, but you could make it harder for them to live where you live by being a clean human. Will it pet? No, but they're often kept in labs to study different diseases, mutations, things like that. I know it's not what we're talking about, but in one of my labs in college, we did a fruit fly thing where we studied cancer in fruit flies. And by using different species to study things like cancer, scientists can kind of get a better understanding of how cancer cells work. And then that knowledge can be applied to humans. Um, but by starting with something like fruit flies, again, I know that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about fruit fly or we're talking about house flies. Fruit flies are different, but the same concept is true because they have such short lifespans. You can study hundreds of generations easily and in a pretty short period of time. 
So you can really study the genetics of things like cancer or, you know, how cancer will affect immediate um, offspring of an infected person, you know, is somebody who gets cancer later in life, are their kids more likely to also have cancer? Things like that can be studied in things like flies in like a week because they have such short lifespans. So they are very helpful to the scientific community because of their lifespans and how they live, basically. So they are not pets, but they are often kept in labs. So let's recap and close this one out so I can get fresh coffee that doesn't have a fly in it because I just looked and there's there's one in my coffee mug and I'm not happy. I just poured this before I sat down to record and I've been recording for 13 minutes in 13 minutes, there a fly landed in my coffee. I didn't even see a fly come in here. <sighs> House flies are gross. They carry diseases both on their legs and their saliva. They live on a liquid diet and soften up solid foods with their saliva. It's gross. They're gross. Honestly, I'm cutting this one short because I need new coffee and I'm frustrated. Thank you for learning with me today. I'll see you next week for a less attitude-filled episode here on the Bug Plug Pod. Thank you.